It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on the courage to change. The in this episode 126 of the defective characters podcast let's go i had no no intentions of sounding like the cowardly lion but i I was wondering i had none i couldn't (laughs) it was pretty good get it out I, I was actually in that play in uh, sixth grade. I wasn't any of the main characters because I wasn't any of the main characters in any play. Were you what, a three? What part did you play? Yeah. I think I was, uh, what was I? I was one of the core, I was like chorus boy number six oh, in that. Okay. And that was, I hit my high point in my acting abilities when I was in sixth grade when I played Franklin Delano Roosevelt in Annie. And since pretty then, big. All downhill. <laughs> that, that's when I got my first kiss. Yeah. Really yeah. on stage? On stage, yeah. So I yeah. was in a wheelchair. I had one of those long cigarette uh, things where you put a cigarette at the end of it. Yeah, like Frankie holder. D. Had, yeah. Like Frankie D. And Annie kissed me on the cheek. And that was my first kiss. She turned out to be a lesbian shortly after. But, you know. not <laughs> You Annie. have that effect on people. Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you're, if you're not a lesbian now, you soon will be if you listen to this podcast enough. Um, <laughs> we don't discriminate. I just do. I do think it's a, it's a funny anecdote that, uh, you know, it's. There's, no, there's a cool. lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You know, that my first kiss was somebody that said men. Nah. You know, I, I think it's funnier that like your first <laughs> kiss was on stage in front of an audience. Like how like embarrassed I would be would be. I don't know. Man. Who, who would it be more embarrassing for her or I? I don't I. know. I. <laughs> I probably. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was quite embarrassed. She was a year older too, so I was like, "Oh man, oh yeah, I got myself got myself a cougar," you know, is what I said. So that was that was fun. I don't know. We got off on a tangent, but pretty pretty fun. How's how's everything going, James? How's the last week? Well, I woke up at three a.m. to watch the season finale of the Book of Boba Fett. Oh my God! So did I. You did. Yeah, baby Yoda chose Mando. I was so happy. Oh! Don't spoil. Whoa! I would like to say that I'm going to cut that out, but I'm not. Uh, well, this doesn't come out for a couple of days, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, one, one day. It but... was just so cute. He just popped out of the cockpit. Hello. 
Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was is it is it worth watching outside of the fact that you ruined the ending? Oh yeah, that's oh, that, that that wasn't the ending. That's yeah. oh that. And then uh, um, the what's funny is like there was these droids, and they're like, "No, we got to destroy the droids, or they'll destroy the the town." And then all of a sudden. Boba Fett comes riding on a rancor. And then he commences to destroy the town even more. <laughs> oh my god, great. you just spoiled the whole show without any well, warning. Yeah. Now it's now it's spoiled. But it's it's worth watching. How long is it? Six episodes, forty minutes apiece? Seven episodes. Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Well, he I you thought- find out in like episode three that he's going to ride the Rancor. I heard a rumor that it's actually the main character or at least in the title the best episodes, Boba Fett's not even in it. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Number five and six are like Mandalorian episodes and they're way better. And you know what it is? It's it's because of the director they got. They got Bryce Dallas Howard to come in and direct those episodes. And then Robert Rodriguez is dropping it. Yeah. And Robert Rodriguez directs the rest of them. And he just doesn't have that Star Wars touch, you know? He did great on Spy Kids, but whatever. Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe I'll check it out. I started watching the first episode and I didn't love it as much. It's, uh, I'm a Star Wars fan, but sometimes the universe gets a little too much for me, you know? Yeah, well, little... I think universally it was everyone's take on it was that it was boring until you get to episode five. Gotcha. I'm can picking you up my skip the first four. You kind of can. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I'm picking yeah. up my kids next weekend, so I'm gonna have a, I found another three day weekend, so I'm gonna get them. And then yeah. the next month is uh, spring break, so so far I've been getting them every month. I'm happy. Oh, that's great. Yeah, little tykes. You you got any plans set when you have them next? Oh, no. Thanks, Mike. I didn't even think of that. You don't don't have anything planned out? I'll do something. Well, I've got this this card. I think I shared it with you where you pay like 30 bucks for the year. Yeah. And everything is like, everything around Orlando is like 70% off. Like, we went on an airboat tour. We went to Wonderworks. All sorts of fun stuff. I'll look and see what I have. That'll, that'll be cool. And I there's saw, always Disney. I was, oh, there's always Disney. I saw something that was awesome that was a, uh, infl- what is it? It's like uh, Inflatable America. This theme park, it popped up on my Facebook. You guys probably saw it, too. So, like, those moonwalk jump things that they like bounce houses and stuff yeah so it is like obstacle courses through that and there's something like a hundred of them and they move around from city to city orlando they're going to be here um what is it i don't have olivia that i think it's this is it this upcoming weekend it's it's the end of the month but I don't have my daughter that weekend. And I'm like, damn, because that would be great. And then I saw adults can do it. And I'm like, well, they get an adult session. And then I thought, I'm probably going to hurt my body a heck of a lot. So 
I forget how old I am. Do you guys forget how old you are sometimes? Absolutely. No. Afterwards, I'm like, what was I doing? Like, that's like after moving the many times, I'm like, James and I can't keep doing this. You know, I think we've hit our peak. I don't know. James, you're the most mobile out of any of us. You know, your your job has you going all the time. You're like that's on your true. feet 60 hours a week. Yeah, that's true. I had a really, really busy day yesterday. Non-stop. Where at? I was Where at, you at Disney or Outback? Outback. Yeah. Outback. Nice. Sweet. Well, that sounds sounds like a good time. Dennis, how was everything? How was the appointment? Uh, your appointment was good, actually. I uh, shilled a new project to my psychiatrist. Like the thing that me and James are working on. The thing that you can't share with the listeners, you shared with the, your therapist. Yeah, it's my psychiatrist, of course. Unbelievable. Like, there's like a, a code there, like you can't tell anyone. Is that a but, thing though? Yeah. As long it's just like a lawyer, as long as you're not like hurting anyone or about like gonna c- commit a crime or something, then there's like a doctor patient privilege there. Hmm. Well, uh, then I should have been a heck of a lot more forthcoming with my therapist. <laughs> That's the whole reason that <laughs> that thing is there, so you can be. Is that um, true? Yes. Huh. Absolutely. Only by law is that if you're going to hurt someone or hurt yourself, you know, or if there's like some kind of child abuse or, you know, something really like bad. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the appointment was good. Um, the rest of the week, what did I do? I mean, I've been busy with the project thing. One thing is, is I think this, I realized yesterday that this podcast has probably helped me with is like public speaking. Right. Even though like it's just us three and we're like through phones and microphones and stuff. But a lot of this project that me and James are working on deals with like being in on Twitter in Twitter spaces, which are like audio rooms. And like you go up and you talk about what your project is to try to like sell stuff and whatever. And so there'll be like a hundred and something people in the room and I got to go up in front of, or, you know, in on the microphone in front of strangers of a hundred and something. And, and I can do it just fine, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I will say like, if you go back and listen, I mean, it's been now two and a half years of uh, doing this, the initial episodes, not that there's not as much growth in James and I, but like James with his, you know, job every single day is talking and mine as well. And you, Dennis, the growth that you have have done, like you could fall into any of uh, our careers and conversationally fit right in at that point. So I appreciate it. It's good. Good, good, good job. That's the way I feel anyway. Oh, James yeah. just texted me. Liar. Oh, that's not nice. I'm not a liar. What the hell are you uh, talking about? No. <laughs> I think he was talking about yeah. me, but then again, I just made it up. Um, so, that, well, also, I, I went to my nephew's birthday party this weekend. I got to throw that in. And there was, was a bounce Tampa. house there. 
It was oh, in really? Lakeland, actually. Yeah. Did you uh, did you kick everybody out and, and jump on the Bob's house? No. No, I didn't. But I did go, like, they have a trampoline. And I grew up with a trampoline, right? I grew up in, like, doing gymnastics and dance and stuff. So I do crazy stuff on the trampoline. So I, got, I haven't been on one in, obviously, years upon years. But I got up on the trampoline and I kind of jumped a couple of times. And then the remembrance of how old I am kicked in. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. And then I got down. You know, they used to be called jumpolines. Well, until people got trampled on them. Nope. Till your mom got on one. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. Use that. People get angry at that joke. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell my mom that and I'm going to tell her that you said it. I'm just kidding. I've never actually met Kitty. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know her name. That's, I just nicknamed her. It's, it's not have Kitty. You, <laughs> have you met Dennis's dad, Peaches? I did meet Peaches. Yeah. Peaches is a dog. He really How dare you call your dad a dog? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, lady in the Tramp, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Cocker Yeah, cocker it'll do. Um, so I would like to, I would like to start with an amends that I probably don't need to make, but I feel like I should. Okay, okay don't do it. For it. I, I, uh, missed a speaking engagement that James had, uh, earlier on Sunday, he reached out and said, Hey, I don't know if you guys can join Sunday night. And I had complete intentions to, I was actually really excited because, um, it was my girlfriend's son's birthday on sunday or at least we had the party for it um for him and we went to a place called planet obstacle earlier in the day that is sweet like it's it has a bunch of zip lines and a bunch of obstacle things where you can uh it's kind of like ninja warrior american ninja warrior and then a bunch of uh trampolines oddly enough so we had a good afternoon and then went to the Orlando Magic game. And I don't know what Olivia ate, but she got sick on the way home to put her to sleep and was sick for most of the night. Every couple hours, she said that she wasn't feeling good and uh, to her stomach. So I wasn't able to, to jump in. I thought I even had her like set at like 10 o'clock and I'm like, okay, well maybe we'll be good. And then she came in at 10 15. And uh, so I'm sorry that I wasn't able to make it James. Oh, that's all right. Dennis was there and he said it was boring. It was, that's not very nice. Yeah. You know, is, is it because you know, James story so well? I never actually said that, <laughs> but but it was like way past my bed at night. It didn't end till like midnight or something like that. Wow. Ten thirty to eleven thirty. It was a newcomer meeting, so it's a bunch of new people, and they were. Where was it out of? Uh, the Coral Room in South Miami. Oh, sweet! Well, that's cool, yeah, and that's one of was... the ones that you'd been to before in Miami. Um, maybe no? no, no. Okay, it was there was a lot of energy. Good, good energy. They yeah. were silly people. How did, how did you get invited to that? This um, Talitha spoke, and then I talked, and then they asked me. Oh, I see. Awesome. Yeah. Well, 
Good job. Good job, James. Thanks for carrying the message in your service there. Um, let me see. I think we can uh, we can jump into the, the topic for today that was inspired by the Wizard of Oz. Uh, no, actually, the Serenity Prayer. So, Dennis, what's the Serenity Prayer? Go. <sighs> Our Father, who art in heaven. That's not <laughs> it. No, it starts with... <laughs> God. I response. Oh wait, God. So no, that's the yeah. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Amen. So this is based on that. We just shortened it. Uh, the courage to change. Uh, I I'll get started if it's okay with you guys, and then you guys can rock paper scissor. Sure. Mm, okay. Right? Um, so the courage to change the things that I can. I did not know the difference. And still, every once in a while, I have to remind myself um, what my part in anything is and if I can change that. Right. So I work towards it. Uh, I sent a couple questions to you guys that I want to refer back to about my feeling of change. Change is something that always happens. I heard that before I came into the rooms and uh, the fact that nobody likes change. Hear that a lot. Right now, if it's change that I can make, for sure, I actually like it because then my feeling um, is the thing that changes. So if I'm not happy with a relationship, for instance, I am not happy with a relationship that I have with certain family members. Um, I know today that if I'm not happy with that and I want a better one, then I'm the one that has to actually put the change in. So if I am not happy with the conversations or one in particular, just to not even be general with my brother, um, it's impossible to get a hold of him. And he has blown off many uh, days that we were supposed to talk on the phone. He's like, yeah, this works. Yeah, I'll call you then. And then I don't hear from him for a week. Um, and he says he's busy with this and that. And it still kind of pisses me off every once in a while. So instead of letting it continue to make me mad whenever I am like, hey, I really want to talk to my brother, then I'll text him. Like, hey, does tonight work? And I'll keep like reaching out because I want that relationship. It's it's a healthy conversation that I want to have with him just about life and catching up. But he is very elusive right now. Um, so when that comes to change, any change where I know it's going to be a healthy change, whether it's uh, eating habits, definitely – uh, I knew I was unhealthily drinking for probably three years. Admittedly, I knew that it wasn't normal what I was doing, but I wasn't able to make the change. I needed the program to actually help me through that. Uh, and the hardest change for me was in the afternoon when I got home from work, how I was going to fill that time. And, I would make sure that, uh, what do they say, idle hands are the devil's playground. That's exactly 
the way I felt. And even before we did the podcast, I was saying, I wish I could slow down. I wish I, um, but for me, I always feel like I need to be doing something, even if it's a conscious effort of watching a TV show. I have to consciously say the next 30 minutes, I'm just going to be doing this. I'm not going to be on my phone or right now I'm just going to be in the podcast. I'm not going to be doing other things or in a meeting. I want to be focused because I know that I need that. And that's something I had to change because I would always multitask and be like, look, I'm getting so much done, but then I wouldn't be getting anything out of it if I'm doing so many things at once. Uh, The toughest thing for me to change is, uh, stuff where I guess the relationship, like I said, with my brother right now is the toughest thing to not get mad. Uh, in my, my family, if I don't contact them because I moved away, they've told me in the past, it's not just in my head. They're like, well, you're, you're so busy. You got stuff going on, you know, you moved away. So I have to reach out to them and I have to accept that that's the thing, even though I don't want it to. Um, so that's still a struggle. I'm grateful that it's been years since I've had a, de- uh, the desire to drink or drug. Uh, and that has been lifted, uh, because I know that if I don't feel right, I have to change. I can't just sit in it and do more unhealthy things because that will lead me closer to it. So, If I feel sluggish, I know I just can't eat more junk and feel more sluggish. If I am tired, I can't stay up all night and just expect that I'll feel better tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I'll get better sleep. I have to actually go to bed early. So um, it's just important for me to to focus on those things. So that's my share. Ding. Oh, I didn't get to (laughs) ring the bell this time. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I'll go next because Dennis has nothing. <laughs> I, I thought we were going to play rock, paper, scissors. Okay, ready, set, go. I got scissors. Oh, darn. I got rock. I knew it. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That means you go? Yeah, Dennis sure. goes. Yeah, you can go, James, if you want to no, go. No, you, you won fair and square. Go on. No, no, I cheated. I didn't actually throw anything out. Why didn't you throw anything? (laughs) Because they're on the phone. You couldn't see. Yeah, but I'm honest. I have an honest program. Well, I I told you after. I did it for the lols. Yes, if you lie, it's okay if you tell the truth after. Depend. Well, what what would what would be the like (laughs) distance of the lie? So if I lie, can I? For the love of God, James, just go. So uh, I'll go. Don't worry about it, guys. Um, my feelings about changing are well. One of you know, feelings aren't facts. Our facts are my feelings about change are that I don't like change. I mean, to get to the root of it, like I. I don't like change. I don't like when my wife keeps telling me stuff over and over again because she is slowly trying to get me to change. Um, I guess so things are easier for her, but ultimately it's to increase my integrity. Um, So there in a nutshell, I don't like change. 
but I also know it's it's important um, for my spiritual growth, um, becoming who God wants me to be. And um, you know, when I first came in to the program, I didn't change really anything, um, and ultimately, I did not stop. When I came into the program almost five years ago, um, you know, I, I changed a lot. I, I moved up to celebration, um, further away from my children. That was a big change. Um, I was I was living with my in-laws, still am, uh, which is wonderful. But I was scared and I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, and there was rules in place that, you know, I wasn't used to having because I was living alone. And, you know, these are some of the changes that I had to do. I didn't have a driver's license, so, you know, I'd have to Uber and get a ride everywhere. But, um, you know, I, I started paying off some debts and I got my license back. And, um, you know, I was, I was driving I, I don't I don't remember the timeline if it was a six months or a year but you know these little changes that I was doing was helping me to reassert myself and to get myself back in into society and um, I went to meetings every day um, I got a sponsor right away and I started actually reading the book and meditating. And um, I think one of the biggest changes that I did right away was I started talking to God. I started praying and and really being thoughtful and sincere with my prayers. Because I still pray a lot, like, thank you, God, for this, this, and this, you know, gratitude prayers. Um, but I don't know about you guys, when I really search deep and and talk to God and get close to him, have a real in-depth prayer. Like I get just these tinglys all over my body. Like I know he's there and I just, I love, but you really, for me, I have to really stop and, and really get into it. Um, which is nice. And I think the little, the little prayers quick and fast are, are good too. Cause you're still acknowledging God and what he's done for you. And, um, I don't know. The, some of the easiest things to change. Um, I don't know. I guess going to meetings every day, that was easy for me. Um, that was the easiest. And getting a job, that was pretty easy. Because um, before I didn't like working and I, I didn't like going to meetings. Um, but once I had this spiritual experience, I can. One of those things were easy. Um, I'd like to really talk about what are the hardest things to change, and um, that would be admitting I'm wrong, uh, especially to the people closest to me, especially my wife. Um, but you know, I've learned that it's it's better to admit you're wrong and move forward and try not to do that stuff again. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. Thank James Dennis. 
Um, hello, I've got nothing. Next. I'm just kidding. Um, change. Um, for me, it's it really depends on what it is. Like, I like some change. And, like, I like like finding new music to listen to and movies to watch and like changing like those kind of things what i'm focused on i kind of like um but the change that i really don't like is when there's like an element of unknown in it if that makes sense like i don't know what's going to happen in the future so therefore i want to like stay in my comfortable pattern because at least I know what's happening, you know? So it's, it's scary in that sense. And then when like my anxiety is really bad, it's all of that. Everything is an unknown. Everything is like, you know, uh, a possibility of harm or danger or, or something. And so my mind automatically goes to that negative space with it. Um, but when I'm doing well and like, you know, I'm centered and spiritually okay, change is not as scary. Um, I think one of the hardest things I ever changed was myself, I think is probably like the only thing I really have control over and is also like, I don't know, like pushing a boulder uphill, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to try to do good and I'm going to try not to drink. And then all of a sudden something will happen and I'm all the way back at the bottom of the hill. So I got to push it back up again. And, you know, but over time that got easier and easier. I was able to go longer without drinking or I was able to go longer without having a breakdown or like slipping up in some other way um until it just became the new habit now like if i think about like going out and drinking now and stuff i have more fear of that because that's a lot more of the unknown and like i definitely well it's not necessarily unknown i guess because i know what would happen and so it's more of a healthy fear of it but it's no longer a fear of like being sober or or you know, changing for the better and doing the right thing. Um, you know, I still like, you know, obviously in the past year where things are really bad, it's just like, I had a, like a fear of change to the point of like getting stuck in a routine. Right. So I'd wake up at this time every day. I'd eat this food every day. I'd go take a nap at this time every day. I'd play Minecraft at this, you know, and, and like get in such a rigorous routine that like I'd get scared of even just changing that, even though it would, could be something different. If I went to bed an hour later, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But in my head, it would be like, like stepping off the tightrope, you know, and like falling. But, you know, now that I'm like, seeking help and all of that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me as much. Like I stayed up till past midnight to listen to James speak and I was fine. I woke up at three o'clock this morning and I'm fine. I'll take a nap at some point today probably. And, you know, I don't know. I think it's has a lot to do with 
spirituality and stuff. Um, I had one more thing to say. Oh, one thing about like the changing for the better and that we have to do, like coming in Alcoholics Anonymous, working the steps and doing all of that kind of stuff is I can handle change better when I'm not alone, you know, when I don't have to walk through it alone. So if I'm like dealing with something and I talk to a friend or my sponsor or something like that, and they like give me my, the words of encouragement I need or like hold my hand and help me walk through it, it's a lot less scary. You know, it's kind of like when I was a kid, I was scared of the dark, like for most of my life as a child. And then, but like, if someone else was with me, like my brother or sister was like with me, I wouldn't be scared at all. You know, I could go out in the middle of the night in the woods or something and be fine. But if I was alone, it was a lot more scarier. But, and that's all I got. I feel like, I feel like it's just reckless going into the woods by yourself, Dennis. Yeah, I know. I didn't really do that. I was using it as an example. Oh, it was an analogy. Yeah. An I, did go, I did go outside of, of my window in, in the middle of the night, though, sometimes. That's an analogy, too? Or you really no. did? No, I literally like, would go out of my window and, like, I was on the first floor, so I just, it would just be, I was supposed to be asleep, and I'd sneak out of the house and, like, look around. That's so peculiar, what you just shared. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not judging. I just don't quite understand. What, what did you find out? <laughs> what? You find anything good out there? Sure. So, uh, <laughs> peace and quiet and solitude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's well, that's good. Well, I think. Uh, and do you guys feel courageous? Like, does it feel like anything? Like you're making a. I'm bad at patting myself on the back for doing things that I'm like, other people can do this. Why can't I, you know, it's, I guess I don't feel courageous after doing it anymore. Oh, I, I, I say don't judge yourself. You know, like some of the most courageous people to me anyways, are people that get up every day and go to work, you know, people that are able to like go through life and just like do the next right thing. Cause to me, that's not that easy. You know, it, it takes a lot of guts just to get in the car and drive down the street, you know? So yeah. Who mm-hmm. when, you, when you guys think of the word courage, who comes to mind? The cowardly Fred lion. Oh, uh, I was going to say Meg Ryan. but well, Why Meg Ryan? Oh, because she's in Courage Under Fire, the hit 1993 <laughs> movie with Denzel Washington. That's Never a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe see it. There's nothing else to watch, so there is. There's not a there's lot. A cu- there's a few great shows on right now. Yeah, we Gilded haven't ruined Dick. them all. Well, huh? That's good. We haven't ruined them all. Anything else we want to spoil? Anything else you guys are? Uh... Yeah, I just like that. Uh, what Dennis said, you know, the courage to do the right thing, especially when no one's looking. It's good. I like that. That is a good message. We'll end it on end it on that. Um, we'll be back next Thursday uh, sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you with episode 127. We're the defective characters and entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, having the courage to change just makes sense. And we'll 
See you next time. You, you guys get that yeah. joke? Huh? Oh, change sense. I did. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't so think good. everybody says that. Yours was better, Dennis. Dennis. <laughs>